detectives talk to a teenage girl who who just had a suicide attempt. And, you know, the evidence leads them to her ex-boyfriend or whatever. But the, the investigation also leads them to some this crazy-ass father who was pimping his own family. This is Twisted, a Law & Order SVU podcast. You are now listening to Twisted, a Law and Order SVU podcast, where we recap and break down past episodes of Law and Order SVU. You can hear us out on Spotify, Anchor FM, WordPress, or in any other streaming service. And now, here's your host, Brian Rose. Hey, what's up, y'all? What's up, y'all? This is uh, BD Rose, or you call me Brian Rose, and welcome to Twisted, a Law & Order SVU podcast, where I recap episodes of Law & Order SVU from episode one, and we're doing this in chronological order and all that stuff, though. So, I mean, I hope you're enjoying your Pagan Columbus Day, something like that, you know, whatchamacallit, though. So, hopefully, though, I mean... Uh, check this out, though. I mean, I was had such a hectic week and all that stuff, so I'm just um, trying to take it myself. So, um, anyway, um, did you watch the latest episode of SVU? So, um, yeah, so they, they and, uh, you know, the whole episode was focusing on the Johnny Depp slash Amber Heard, tri- Amber Heard trial. We already know that that, uh, that white, woman, white woman is crazy. Okay, so um, I think the I think the recent episode of Law and Order SVU, I think it was titled Mirror Image. Though it dealt with, um, you know, with about the singer who was in a, some abusive relationship with a boyfriend, and boyfriend got a drinking problem, and somehow, you know, I mean, the lady want, I think the lady got, um, I think the charge for the guy was going to do community service, but. Most likely, though, they say that they portrayed the singer as a liar and a whore and a thief and something like that because um, of her, her family. She was grew up in a trailer trash and all that stuff. But anyway, so I'm telling you, SVU is known for rip from the headlines. And, you know, the original Law & Order was also known for rip, rip from the headlines, too, because on a recent episode of the regular Law & Order, it had something to do with the recent subway shooting back in April. And um, in that, you know, in that case, and they said they were no one, no one, and no one was fatally shot at the shooting. But on Law and Order, they want to make it look like they, they, that, like several people were fatally shot, though. I mean, and they, at least, in the, and you know, at the actual case, that there was like no um, cat, no fatalities and all that shit. You know what I'm saying? But hopefully, you know, it, it did. So in SVU, it did focus on the Johnny Depp Amber Heard her Amber Heard trial. I mean, it's just like SVU is like a sketch comedy show or something like that. Hey, I don't know. Oh, by also in the same episode, we introduced um, Rollins and little um, youngest daughter. I mean, Rollins got two kids. You know, I mean, she got one daughter, and I mean the youngest daughter, the baby daughter is like two, three years old or something like that, though. So. Probably this little 
you know, the Rollins second daughter. She thinks she's scared of monsters and something like that. I don't know what it is, though. But I can't believe that they're getting rid of Rollins. I mean, she's going through some drama right now. I mean, paranoid, stuff like that. I mean, she getting shot right now. It turns out that um, she finds a perp in the closet, but it turns out to be a toy bear. So I can't believe it. I mean, SVU is getting rid of the Rollins like that. I mean, they should have kept her. And okay, that's what that's what I'm saying. So anyway, though, we're gonna get into the episode with all this kind of madness. And it's not like Kanye West coming on a fashion show wearing a t-shirt called White Lives Matter. I mean, Kanye, are you crazy or something like that though? I'm saying Kanye West is confused. I mean, you go around saying white lives matter. I mean, what happened to Black Lives Matter, man? But you know, uh, Kanye West, uh, he's trying to get everything to te- get all the get everyone's attention. I mean, I mean, I'm gonna say that brother's tripping though. Anyway, so speaking about getting into the um, madness, let's get into this episode. All right, um, this is Lord Order SVU season four episode ten. Resilience, or did I say it right? Resilience or resilience? I think it's resilience. All right, and it aired on NBC on December 6, thousand two, and we're in the cold open right now. We're inside the West Fourth Street subway station, and two guys are having a conversation. So, one of these guys, though, she he sees a teenager who is like um, walking suspiciously on a platform, like she's in the zone or something like that, and then. She was like, she was in her hospital gown and she looking pale, stuff like that, though. But it turns out, though, she's trying to attempt suicide. Yo. And then next thing you know, a train arrives, though. And then the, and he sees the teenage girl. She's walking towards the platform like she's getting ready to take a leap or something like that. As soon as the train enters the station and, and then the, he, the guy comes, just jumps up and saves her. I mean, she was about to leap in front of the train, try to kill herself. But eventually, the, the passenger came by and just saved the guy, saved her ass. Damn, that was a miracle. I mean, he he saved a girl who was about to to commit suicide. Now, hey, check this out though. This was filmed not at was this is filmed. It was not filmed in at the actual West Fourth Street West Fourth Street train station on the um, on the A. B, C, D, E, F, and M lines, though. But they actually shot that episode in uh, at the Church Avenue station in Brooklyn. So they used it as, they substituted it as the West 4th Street train station. And here's a, here's a, here's a goof. The, it was an M train was coming in, in the station. And the M, the, the M train, it doesn't run on the um, 8th Avenue line. So... That's a goof right there. The N train runs on is on the, on the Broadway line, not on the Eighth Avenue line. So there's a goof right there, though. So we're outside the subway station, and Ben Benson and Sabler are there, and Ben tells Sabler, like telling Sabler, "Sorry to, so I woke you up late at night. The girl was about to donate her body to the express train, something like that. So then the commuter saved her. So they pull in the teenage girl in the ambulance right now, though." And um, Sabler is talking to this teenage girl, and she identifies herself as um, 
Jackie uh-huh. Landrix, and she's 15 years old. And um, she begs the Texas Stabler not to tell her parents what happened to her. And Stabler's like, don't worry about it. They want a parent who want to make sure that you're safe. And, you know, they pull the great young teenage Jackie into the ambulance. And we go through the opening credits right now. And then we, we start with Act 1. And Munch and Finn, they're, they're at the, somewhere at the transit thing. I think it was a transit station or a transit office, something like that, though. And um, they look through surveillance cameras at the train station. And Munch and, Munch and Finn, they spot a guy following Jackie in the subway station. Next thing you know is that the, as the train was coming to the station, that soon as Jackie tries to kill herself, and um, and the passenger saves Jackie from killing herself, though the the teen the other guy leaves. So all they had to do is uh, they had to print out the um, tattoo. They had to print the print out the um, the jacket that the, the the male suspect was wearing, and it turns out that that um, it has something that has to do with the um, messenger service or something like that, though. And they decided to blow it up in the photos. So we have the 16th precinct right now, and uh, much of Finn do a walk and talk with Cragen. Turns out that the, 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 the guy in the video, he's identified as Carl Surrett, and he's been fired from his job recently. So they want to do with him, whether they want to do it, he, he was stalking the, um, the girl or something like that, though, but um, they're going to go, they're going to go, they're going to find out, though. So we're at the hospital right now, and Benson and Stable are there, and. Um, and then the doctor tells the the detectives that, that they found the strap marks on Jackie's um, belly or stomach and stuff like that. Her arms also like that. So turns out she has been tied, and turns out that that um, and also they want message that the Jackie's parents are here. So we're in the hospital room and Jackie's there with her there with her parents, and you know, and you know, check this. No 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 no. Actually though, Jackie's father is there right and check this out though yo yo won't believe is that we got who's that guy so who's this um guy that's playing jackie's father tom landrix there's no way that i would hurt karen the kids loved her you are setting me up all right uh, that happens to be uh titus williver and um Check this out. He's also a repeat offender. Yes. Um, he's going to be re- coming back to Law and Order SVU, playing the role of Rob Miller back in season 20. And he been and yeah, he been on, it like, he been there for like a, only a couple of episodes. And then he's going to be accused of raping another ADA shit like that, though. So, um, so. Tyus Williver, he's been in the movies, I think. Um, he was in the movie with Lawrence Fishburne, I think it's at, um, back in 2000, I believe. So, um, I, I forgot what it was, though, but it'll, it'll get in my head later on. So, so, and he was also in the Shaft, you know, the 2019 version of Shaft. Okay, so, so, yeah, so I'm going to tell you this, he's, he, like I said, Tyus Williver is a repeat offender. I mean, he's going to be playing the villain Rob Miller back in season 20 of SVU. So that'll be in the future, um, hopefully. Now, he plays um, um, Jackie's father, Tom Landrix, 
And okay, so we're back at the hospital though. He is um he is being interviewed by um all right, Mr. Landrix. He's being interviewed by the um, Detective Stabler. All right, and his wife is there and also in the hospital too. So um Stabler asks um Mr. Landrix or Tom Mr. Landrix, you know, that they want like um they needed um does he have any um kids? And he tells them that he has two sons, a twelve year old and a nine year old. So Sarah says that they want to get Sarah only wants DNA from his twelve year old son. And the Mr. Landrick's like, Yeah, sure, do whatever you want, you know what I'm saying? Okay, so um we in the hospital room right now. Jackie is there and um she describes what what happens to her because uh, she says that she has been she has she has been raped and t- and tied. So Jackie said that, that there was this, she was um she was blindfolded and then she was taken to this room. She was and then next thing you know this guy he uh pinned her pinned her down, strapped her or something like that. And turns out that um she didn't she never got a good look on his face because she was blindfolded. However, though, when she was raped, she said that um, rapist had a ring on his penis. Mm-mm-mm-mm. That is crazy. That's a clue right there, though. So, so anyway, we're in the a precinct. We're in the interrogation room, and Carl's there. He denies meeting the, meeting the woman and raping Jackie, stuff like that. Who's like, I I never I never I never I never met the bitch before. And Mush was like, I never seen the um, guy. I never met the bitch, something like that. And then he was, then Mush was thinking that he was messing, he was raping another girl. And Carl says the charges were dropped and all that stuff, though. So, um, so, so Carl denies everything, raping and stuff like that. So we're outside the interrogation room, and you know Craig is out there, and he's just watching, and. Benson is there because um they're trying to figure out is that 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 um that that Carl raped Jackie somewhere at that point in the subway station. But however, though, much I mean Finn comes out tells him that Carl had to go to the bathroom and had to had to pee. So we're in the bathroom right now, and um, Carl's taking a piss, and you know Munch is watching. Finn is there with them though. And um, Munch was like, oh, that's a nice ring you got there. You know what I'm saying? And um, Carl was like, that's why they call me the prince. Next thing you know is that Finn was like, how about we put you in handcuffs? And next thing you know is that they've, um, they, they, they they arrested Carl right in the bathroom. Damn. <laughs> oh, my goodness. They see Carl Pierce's penis and they arrest him. Now. I mean, he called him as a suspect. Okay, so we're back in the interrogation room right now. And here's Ileana Douglas, though she's in there, and she's like the public. She's a she is representing Carl again, and she you know she plays um, um she's reprising her role as Gina Bernardo from from, um, from the previous episode. She's like her Carl's public attorney, and then and then she was like, <laughs> oh my goodness, you know, much of them come in and. Um, they they were discussing about cause the situation, and then Gina doesn't. Eliana Douglas Gina doesn't even like the 
fact that they held him in interrogation five hours, giving him soda and stuff like that, though. And she also mentioned something about pure schlong and stuff like that. So, and she wanted to go and see see uh, Cabot. So later on in the precinct, you know, Gina and Cabot and Craig are doing a walk and talk, though. And Gina tells them that she's going to win this case because there's no fact, there's no evidence that uh, Carl raped this this Jackie and stuff like that, though. And you see them, Cabot, she's wearing her little civilian clothes. I mean, she's not wearing her dress or suit or business or anything like that, though. It's probably like late at night and shit like that, though. So, it's like, um, it, it's like that. So, it's like, um, she, in other words, you know, Gina, this Gina Bernardo, this Bernardo, she's gonna say she's gonna win this case. So, I think that's probably like the last episode we're gonna see Elia Douglas on there, right? Now, we're at the morgue right now, and um, doc, and um, Doctor Warner, she says that they found a, a body of another woman who who identifies herself as Chelsea Doe, and it turns out that that she died in a familiar, and she had, she had died in a familiar fashion like two years ago. So, it turns out that the the, the woman was um, somewhere um, found in the water somewhere in Chelsea. And so they call it Chelsea Doe. So it's like an unidentified body. So it turns out that the Chelsea Doe has familiar marks on her stomach and waist, though. So they're trying to figure out what's going on. However, though, Dr. Warner also found two fluids from two men. So it turns out that Jackie was raped by not but not one, but two men so so it turns out she had two fluids so it turns out the two men were probably involved raping jackie so they're trying to figure out what is going on though okay so we're at um landrick's um landrick's house and you know mrs landrick's or angie landrick's you know like jackie's mother though she's like running her daycare center in there and um Oh my goodness! I mean, she got the um, Jackie's little sister who calls herself um, Sally. She's there, and she got the son and stuff like that, though. So, Benson 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 Stabler wanted to talk to Jackie. So Jackie comes in the living room or the dining room, and then um, Benson asked her how she's feeling. Jackie was like, "Okay," and then they wanted to talk to her. So, anyway, so we're in the living room somewhere in the living room moments later and Benson Stabler is talking to Jackie and Benson tells her that two it is they tell Benson tells her the news that two men have raped her. So oh yeah I forgot to mention that one of the rapists had like a cholesterol she had he took some took some had probably like high cholesterol and stuff like that though. So so there's a clue right there. I forgot to mention that. Dr. Warner, I forgot that Dr. Warner mentioned that, that saying that one of the rapists had like some high cholesterol in them, something like that, though. Or say some medication. I don't know what it is, though. Okay, so but so anyway, while um Olivia was talking to Jackie though, um Sabler sees this little girl going down the hallway, going into the room and closing the door. So Sabler follows her and he answered and he enters his bedroom. And it's Jackie's little sister, Sally. And then she asks him if she could have his pen. He gives it to her. And then 
Sally asked um, Elliot, has Jackie been bad? And um, Sable's like, no. So she gives him like um, blankets, something like that as a present, a gift, next thing you know. So Sable looks on the table. He sees some, um, some like some pills over there. And um, he reads one of the pills. And one of the pills belongs to this guy named James Randall. So, our stabler shows Sally the medication, and he asks her, "Who's Mister Randall?" And um, and then Sally tells him that she lives next door. So, in other words, though, that they have like a roommate. So, it's like um. So, so it's like, a, it's like they have a they have a roommate. So, and then so um, seeing about that though, same last Sally does um, it, how is he is uh, Mr. Randall old like me? And Sally was like worse. Can I go now? So, Sable lets her go. Jackie leaves the bedroom. Sable leaves the medication, and then next thing you know, that he comes into the living room and um, ask him. About the who's who's the Mister Randall stuff like that though, yeah. So, however, though, it turns out that um, it turns out that um, one of the rapists. What I mean, I mean he Sabler realizes that one of Jackie's rapists was Mister Randall. So they ask her who's um who's James Mister James Randall, and Jackie doesn't even know. And then the next thing you know is she just leaves out the room. And um, however, though. Benson says that no wonder why Jackie's talking. Her rapist lives ne- ne- down next door. Or in other words, though, she- <laughs> Jackie got a roommate. Oh my goodness, that is cr- Jackie has a her rapist is like um their roommate who's renting the room in the apartment. And let me tell you something though, I have um. I I have a relative who is um, uh, living with me, but I'm not gonna mention no names though. And the problem is that he hasn't been helping me help me pay the rent. I mean, I got my own place, you know. I mean, but sometimes you know when you uh, go, I mean, uh, I have my own place. So when I have someone with me, you know, they, they need to help me with the rent and stuff like that. So I have, a, like I said, I have a relative who is temporarily. Released temporarily living with me but yeah and he don't he don't got the money to help me with help me with the rent man i can't let have no people freeloading in my house and stuff like that though besides that i mean he you know, he's he's using he has his own place but he's using his apartment to he's renting his apartment for airbnb i mean i think mean, he's making money but sometimes you know i mean it's not right for you know, someone be squatting or freeloading in your house like that, though. Sometimes, you know, I don't have a problem with having a roommate. So, um, or somebody, it could be family or friend. But still, you know, you need to help a little. Help me with the rent, though. I mean, I'm not going to let anyone find out about it, though. But it's all about responsibilities because sometimes, you know, you can't have no one freeloading in your apartment. That's wrong. You know what I'm saying? So... They found out that the Jackie's rapist is in the Jackie's rapist lives down the hall in the um in in the house. Yeah, that's crazy. Or in the brown, so I don't know what it is. Okay, so 
we're in an interrogation room right now, and and Mr. Randall's there. He denies raping Jackie, uh, Jackie, because he says that. Um, and then next, you know, he, and anyway, when Mr. Randall says, just because I have a high cholesterol doesn't mean I rape anybody. And <laughs> yeah, and then, however, though, much of Finnegan grilling Mr. Randall, he knows that, that he's a suspect of raping, raping Jackie. And Mr. Randall denies raping Jackie. He was like, uh, Jackie's kind of, Jackie's kind of hot, but jailbait's not my scene. And they also asking him about the woman he murdered two years ago, who identifies Chelsea Doe. And hey, he don't even know no woman. He say Mr. Randall says that he um he he, he admitted that there was there was a woman who lived there before he did. So I don't know. He, anyway, so and then he and Mr. Randall says that he he'll, he'll take a DNA test. He's and then Mr. Randall says, "Let me all right. Let me go. Send me um send me a couple. Send me a hot woman. I'll give you all the DNA DNA you need." And Munch was like, "No, Mr. Randall. All you need is a swab in your mouth." Okay, so um, in the next scene, we're in the, the squad room right now, and it turns out that Jackie has cervical dysplasia, and um, oh that um. Uh, I mean that's a lot of shit right there. I mean, uh, I mean, so it turns out that uh, I mean, her air private area like damaged or jacked up or something. I don't know what it is though. All right. Meanwhile, there's word that Carl's lawyer doesn't want him to take the DNA for certain reasons because he didn't did it. He didn't do anything like that though. Uh, uh, in other words, Gina doesn't want him to take DNA for like obvious reasons or something like that though. He, he refused it though. Now. It turns out that um, if um, if it wasn't Carl though, and it turns out that uh, maybe um, one of Craigan figures that one of maybe one of Jackie's boyfriends in it. I mean, Jackie's uh, Jackie's goes to high school, so they want to figure out. Um, they want to go and investigate high school and find out who, who our Jackie boyfriends were. So we're at this um, high school right now, and Benson Sabler is talking to the teacher, and. The teacher tells him that uh, Jackie was dating a senior since last year, and next thing you know, they, they recently they, they they broke it off, and then she even threatened the guy and stuff like that because it turns out that the um, the her the the, um, the boyfriend she was dating was eighteen, and Jackie was like fourteen years old though. So Benson Saban want to find out who was the guy was, and uh, she tells him it was Carl. Sir it. Oh my goodness. We're back at uh, Landrick's residence and Jackie is sitting down the couch with her father and Jackie admitted that she dated Carl and had a sexual relationship with Carl and she, and she broke it up with him maybe about a month ago. And they asked her that, that who, who had raped her and then Jackie was like, I don't know. I was just blindfolded and stuff like that though. So and then next thing you know is Jack, Mr. Langridge, he says that um, he um, yeah, he rented a room to Mr. Randall because he said he wanted the money. And Mr. Randall also said admitted that um, there was um, a like, like, few women was renting a room before Mr. Randall moved in. So they, they, in other words, he used to rent his room to women until Mr. Randall came by. So Meanwhile, meanwhile, 
Then here, Jackie's sister Sally, she comes over to, to Stabler and talks to him, pulls him over privately, and she gives Stabler a bracelet as a present. So, okay, Stabler takes it. I mean, hmm. So it turns out that, um, yeah, it turns out that, um, I don't know, the bracelet, I don't know where the bracelet got, I don't know where the bracelet was coming from, though. So, anyway, so Dr. Wong, we're back at the prison right now, and Dr. Wong says that um, the bracelet has something to do with saying that um, it giving, you know, probably, you know, child giving away stuff. It sounds like a sign of abuse going on around here, though. However, a bunch of things come down the hallway. He tell them that they'll go go pick up a guy. Says so it, it turns out that um, one of the DNA samples belongs to Charles Eno. So they're gonna go over and pick him up. And Finn also mentions that Mister Eno, though he used to work at the cut meat at the meat packing district. So, all right. So um, later on, okay, Mister Eno is being grilled by a bunch of Finn in the interrogation room. And um, he denies raping um, Jackie, stuff like that, though. I mean, and he was um, work as a security guard, stuff like that. But however, though, Charles and then all of a sudden, Charles, you know, you know, the, you know, the, the black dude. Right. And he like he, he goes, he like a secu- does security at a club or something like that, though. And I don't know. Same so much says Charles denies having um, raping Jackie, but he also drops a bombshell. He claims that he had sex with um, Jackie's mother, Mrs. Landrix. Angie, oh my goodness. Oh. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> oh, what happened? Was it, what happened? Mrs. Landrix got jungle fever or something like that? Does she, she oh, she's lusting for BBC or something. I don't know what it is. You know what I'm saying? So, However, though, and and the next thing you know, that they and the detectives they found out about another second DNA sample. It came from James Randall. Oh my goodness! So damn, that was crazy. I mean, and, and I can't believe James Randall is a liar or something like that, though. And then next thing he knows that um, James Randall's being interrogated later on, and. Um, Check this out, though. He just dropped a bombshell. There were two semen samples inside the girl. One yours and one Mr. Eno's. I didn't touch the girl. Don't tell me. You just had sex with her mom. Yeah, that's right. That's pretty ballsy doing it right under her husband's nose. What the hell? He paid me to do it. Oh! There's out Mr. Lambdrix was pimping his own wife. I mean, yo, that guy is, is sick. He, oh, my goodness. Oh, my. So, Mr. Landry's paid two guys to have sex with his wife? Damn. <laughs> and Mr. Randall says that Mr. That, um, Mr. Landry, Mr. Landrix likes to watch. Damn. <laughs> Oh my goodness, he a damn sick freak, man. It's like he's like he's watching a it's like Mr. Landrys is watching a poor movie, but I can't believe that he pimped his old wife and shit like that. So damn. 
Oh my goodness. So James Randall says that he knows Charles at a club where Charles works at. You know, he he works like a security guard or a bouncer, something like that though. And somehow the um, Somehow, I mean, uh, him, uh, him, and um, Mr. Eno, Mr. Eno, that they were fucking, um, um, uh, Miss, uh, fucking Mrs. Mrs. Landrix or Agent Landrix. Yo, that's crazy, man. So it turns out that um, we're in it, that um, we're in an interrogation room right now, and Doctor Wong says that that um, that, 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 that Mr. Landrix is essentially a obsessive narcissist. Like he gets his kick. In other words, he gets his kicks on having sex with the wife and something like that, though. So, I, if he's pimping his own family, I mean, damn. I mean, he. I don't know. You know, he he pimping his wife like that, paying men have sex with his wife, pimping his own. He's pimping his own wife. And what's up with Jackie? I mean, how? It turns maybe it turns out that maybe that he let his wife have sex with two men and then. Gave the kids his um, sperm out, and then somehow, yeah, somehow gets sperm Jackie. I don't know what it is, though. But it turns out Jackie was raped by these two men who had sex with Jackie's mom. So they don't get the puzzle. They don't get no puzzle. I mean, so, but the Dr. Wong says is that he is like a, that Mr. Mr. Landrix is a damn freak. I mean, not the future Rob Bell and shit like that. I don't know what it is, though. So, then they need, they need to get the kids out of the house because it's a, like a bad environment. So we outside um, the Landrix um, Brownstone residence, and then they take the kids out of the house. And turns out that um, it, it Sally comes out, and then and they tell us that there are two brothers, and they look like mixed, something like that, though. So and they fed, so the, um, it turns out that these two kids, other kids, living in the house, so. They um I think the one with um Tyrone and Philip, one's uh four years old and the other two years old. But it turns out that they they, they don't have no no records on their birth certificates. So Sally tells Stabler that those are is Antoine and Philip, one or two. And then she also tells them that they're 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 her mother's sons. <laughs> Oh my goodness! <laughs> oh man! So that they, you know, Saban wants to find out who the mama is, though, and um, and, and then and he see he's thinking it's not Angie, and then Sally was like, "That's my mom, stupid! They're, they're my brothers, or half brothers." <laughs> oh my goodness! So those are these are. These are so so the two mixed kids are, and it turns out that Angie is a biological mother. Oh my goodness! What well, I don't know what is going on though. It's, uh, this. So right now we're Angie there. She's being interrogated, and um, they're trying to think, and then they're trying to figure out about the situation with Jackie, cause um, they they accuse her of using Jackie stuff like that, and um. Saber and then Vincent and Saber was like, they've um she um they was, he was asking that, that you have sex with two men and um sent the sperm with the sperm inside Jackie and she was like that's disgusting and then Saber started shouting at her saying you're disgusting you're a whore you're a child you're a whore you're a whore damn 
Oh my goodness. I mean, she's <laughs> you know, Angie is nasty. A nasty ass hoe. I mean, she has sex with the two men, and then next thing you know, she said, and then she used the semen and planted and Jackie they get, get raped. Oh my goodness, that's crazy. Stuff like that, though. So Next thing he knows, we're outside of the interrogation room. He finds out that Jackie's been transferred to this uh, psychiatric hospital because she was acting out, bugging out. So we're at this hospital right now, and Jackie's in the room playing with toys and bears and stuff like that. Dr. Wong and Stable are there, and Dr. Wong tells suggests that Stable that, that, that he needs to talk to Jackie because she's looking like she's looking for a father. So um. Slaveler goes in, talks to Jackie, and um, she's being nice to him, show, showing him the dolls and stuff like that, though. So, and um, sometimes, you know, Jackie mentions that um, she like he likes to watch, and Say was like, "Who else want likes to watch? He, he would like to watch." And then Jackie was like, "My mother." And you know, things go well, and then all of a sudden, they had to deal with um, Jack. We you know it's her. Um, Jackie's mother having sex with the men. So, however, though, I mean, she, and then he watched, she watched her mom, and Sable's was like, You want to be like your mother too? Have sex with multiple men? And um, Jackie was like, My father loves me, and stuff like that. But, however, though, he tells him, and he, Sable tells Jackie that her, her father is using her, and then, you know, Jackie almost puts her hands on Sabler, so, and then, Stabler um, restrains her, tell you, and he'll love you. He using you and stuff like that. And then and Jackie denies it. Next thing you know is Jackie calms herself down and she drops a bombshell. It turns out that um, said uh, that she's telling him that her father took her to the bedroom, forced her to take off her clothes, lie in the bed. And then next thing you know that he has a syringe. And then she tried to escape, but next thing you know, he pinned her down, strapped her, and um, her mother came into the room, and she didn't do anything. And next thing you know, that she felt the syringe, and oh my, in her, and then her father was like, "Good girl, oh my goodness." So it turns out that her father had. Um, have a had probably rape her, you know, put her, pin her down on the bed, strap her, and put the syringe in her to make her pregnant. Oh my goodness, he's trying to uh, turn. No wonder why Jackie is denied that she was raped by somebody. I mean, I don't know. She probably scared of her father. I don't know what it is though. Okay, so we're in uh, prison right now, and Mister Landrix is there with his lawyer, and um. She knows, tells she turns out that um she tells him that Jackie's going crazy and then she she sent she sent sent to a psychiatric hospital because making all these stories and stuff like that because Jackie's lawyer tells him that Jack uh, no no I mean um excuse me excuse me Mr. Landrick's lawyer says that the ADA lawyer says that Jackie's nothing but promiscuous because she make up all this lies all these crazy stories and she's crazy because she she because she doesn't believe that um yeah she don't believe in all the rapes and stuff story because she could bring bring out Jackie's promiscuity at court stuff like that though. But Cabot is there, she tells him that Jackie 
and she, she tells him that Jackie's not lying. She's telling the truth, and then she and she said that her father pinned her down and put a syringe in her, raping her, and stuff like that. Though, and Tom, and Mr. Landry's lawyer is, is not having that though, because she, she's going to expose um, Jackie as a promiscuous woman on the on a trial, stuff like that though. And um, Mr. Landry says that he loves his girl, and Cap was like, "Shut up! I'll see you in court." Yeah. And, Next thing you know, we're on the trial right now, and Jackie's on the stand. And next thing you know is that she denies what happened to her, saying she's she was blindfolded. What the hell? You you changing your story? I mean, you just brought out the truth, saying that your father, that that her father, pinned her down and put the syringe in her. I mean, she didn't bring it up up in court. She's changed the story saying that she was blindfolded. She don't know who raped her and stuff like that. That's messed up though. Maybe she's probably scared of her father. So we back at the interrogation room. Turns out that Jackie DNA, he found DNA and much says that DNA just came out that Jackie is pregnant and wants to keep the baby. And Finn was like, that's turkey based or worked. So However, though, we didn't want to figure, figure out that um, uh, they, they want to figure out what about, about that the body with Jussie Doe because they thinking that um, Mr. Landry, you know, Mr. Landry is a killer too. You, I mean, they're trying to figure out about that woman who lived in in the apartments and who lived next door. So, Craig, so it's her that Randall rented a room which was used from a woman. So they was thinking it was probably was Chelsea Doe. About anything like that, though. So he said, Craig tells the detectives that you go over find missing persons and ACS and um or whatever yada 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 blah 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 blah. He's gonna show these are introduce Dr. Wong to Chelsea Doe. Okay, we're back in the morgue right now, and Wong is there with Craig and um you know and um you know Warren Dr. Warner though, Dr. Warner. I mean, Dr. Warren thinks that the dead body comes from maybe Tom Landry's because he's thinking he's like a sadistic killer or something like that, though. He's checking the hands where always have been cut and stuff like that, though. So, and, and, and Dr. Warren also figures that um, he, he, he was just thinking that, 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 that Mr. Landrix is some some crazy, crazy guy. He gets his kicks and all that stuff. I mean, for keeping souvenirs and stuff like that. I don't know what it is, though. Meanwhile, um, Betsy and Sable are talking to, um, uh, see, uh, talking to this lady, right? And, um, I mean, they probably did some, back, they did some background checks, and then they want to know that um, they're talking to a, a grandmother, and um, he remembers, she remembers um, her granddaughter named Karen, right? I think it was Karen, Karen, Karen um, Stilson, something like that. That's her name, and she claim her grandmother claims that she was living in Era for the past two years. So, however, though that they found a postcard, and Vincent tells her that there's no said there's no um, evidence that she was living in Europe though. However, though they found a brace that that they they found a picture of her with um, <clears throat> of a Karen. Who had like a, a bracelet? So we are somewhere outside. I think we we're at the ACS. I think we we're somewhere in the park. 
And um, Stabler asked um, Jackie's sister Sally, who took the bracelet. And um, Sally admitted uh, that she took it. And however, Jackie comes in, comes in, and then she tells him that the bracelet belonged to Karen. Still, Karen Stilson. So, Karen probably was, was probably living living was a roommate in their apartment two years earlier. So, and Jackie also mentions that Karen was probably buried in the the room, bedroom, which is currently rented by Mr. Randall. So, next thing you know, we're in um. Mr. Randall's bedroom, and then they were digging out the floor. And check this out. They found a head underneath Mr. Randall's bedroom. A head. Holy shit. So, turns out that um, so I figured probably Mr. Landry probably killed her in the house, and then oh, they chopped the damn head off. Alright, we're back at the, um, I think it was um, prison, something like that, and Mr. Landry there was a lawyer, and <laughs> And Stabler is there, and they already found evidence of what happened to um, Mr. Landry's former roommate, Karen. And Mr. Landry submitted that he killed Karen to protect the family and shit like that, though. And Stabler was like, you're going to get a damn needle in your arm, though. I mean, it turns out that <laughs> Mr. Landry's kid is a damn murderer's but all he's trying to do is just try and be controlling and taking advantage of people. I mean, he he's a sick he's a sick freak and all that stuff though. And Saber's like he gonna be Saber's telling him he's gonna be getting a needle on his arm. He's gonna be gone for a lifetime. He's done. That's it though. And we're at the playground right now, and uh, Jackie's there probably watch his little sister. Saber comes by, and they having a conversation, and Jackie decided. That she's not gonna keep the baby, and you know, and her father did all these crazy things to her. But hopefully, the, she's not decided that she's not gonna keep the baby. Probably get an abortion or something like that. So, and then that was a crazy episode, and a crazy good episode, and that's the end of it. Man, would you believe that the father was pipping his own wife and damn daughter and using using everybody? I mean, that's some crazy stuff like that, though. I figured I named the title Pimp My Family. I got that I got that idea from this show called Pimp My Ride. So, do you remember watching um the MTV's Pimp My Ride with the exhibit? So, what they do is it's like a they 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 have to you know the um, they, they got these people where they want to style their cars, like rims and all the stuff and designs and stuff like that, trying to make the car look like new and shit like that, though. I mean, that was an old show from the early 2000s and stuff like that, I mean. And rapper Exhibit hosted it this show. And you know Exhibit, you know, he wanted, he didn't want that same rap proper rot see and what you see, what you get, though. So, they, they, what they do, they try to fix their cars and make it look like stylish and stuff like that, though. Pimp my ride. And this is that's why I call the episode Pit My Family. I don't know what it well anyway, you know, I'm gonna make an announcement. So actually, you know, I'm gonna be um I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna be off the air for a couple of weeks so cause um that's you know, cause um next week um this week though I'm going up I'm going up camping. So um with my friends 
And um, that means that I'm not going to be doing a new show for maybe like a week or two. In other words, though, so I'm I'm taking a, I'm taking a week off. So I was just want to remind you that next Monday there won't be no new episode, no episode of Twisted, because I'm I'm gonna be going up there camping with my friends for the whole weekend. So I'm gonna be having a good time, and we're gonna, I'm gonna be up there at Bear Mountain West Point. You know we're gonna be having food on the grill, have some fun, and you know self brotherly love and stuff like that though. So camping out, you know, and all that stuff. So hopefully I'll, I'll, I hopefully, Lord willing, I won't get mauled by a damn bear <laughs> or Smokey the Bear, in other words. So, so in other words, you know, it is that um, I'll be back in two weeks with a new episode. You know, I'm going to enjoy my camping there. So I want you to thank y'all for listening and, um, and Twisted, a Law & Order SVU podcast. You can find us on Spotify every Monday on Spotify and um and you can hear us on Anchor FM then you can find on WordPress Google and stuff like that though and uh, I'm gonna post up on Twitter you know I'm gonna put a new episode I'm gonna put and also I'm gonna post up episodes of Twisted on Facebook if you can find that all right so you go to Facebook slash Brian Rose and then you can see I post uh, episodes of Twisted all right so I want you to thank you y'all for listening and I'll be back in two weeks for a new episode. All right. And have a blessed week.